I'm so irritated. There's a story that came out this last week of somebody who has been making millions of dollars for being a complete buffoon, a complete idiot, acting like a complete freaking moron. And here I am for years doing it completely for free. It's time for the most dangerous men in America. It's time for Boondock Underground. The fucking Boondock. We're doing this. Uh, we're doing this solo tonight, just for a little bit. We're gonna do this uh, new version of the Boondock Underground show. We've got uh, plenty of of guests on our shows throughout the week, and of course, we got our co-hosts and everything else. But uh, I'm gonna do a show once or twice a week where I just uh, come on by myself and we just talk about some of the stuff that's going on so you can kind of get an idea as to what the entire conglomerate show is going to be like once the conglomerate show hits where everybody's sitting in and everyone's having a good time and we're all just doing our thing. This week, the cool thing about the show this week is that we're going to do the show live uh, from a surf spot in Santa Cruz. We're going to be in a cabin in Santa Cruz, and we're going to be doing the entire show live uh, around a fire, He's a crazy like a big fire pit. Uh, and it's going to be it's going to be good times, man. We're going to have a good time. We got a few guests that are going to be coming on the show, um, and we'll be having a wine, you know, complete wide range of topics. And of course, we'll be having a few drinks and a few other things as well. I uh, also want to say hello to a big uh, new sponsor that's on the show, uh, Blinds of Sacramento. I'm going to be talking about these guys leading up uh, all the way up until their grand opening on June 4th in Sacramento. I've got uh, the details coming up here in just a little bit. But Blinds of Sacramento started by uh, a young lady who has been in the industry for 20 years, uh, you know, window coverings, blinds, things of this nature. She has a great... Uh, beautiful state-of-the-art uh, studio uh, storefront shop that she just opened up just outside of Folsom, and we're going to talk about that. And their grand opening that's happening on June 4th. You're going to want to get out there and check it out. Great prices. Uh, she's got all the stuff that you would need and the expertise, and she's a single mom, and she's just awesome. So uh, thank you to Blinds of Sacramento for a uh, big uh, sponsoring the show here. And so I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, there's a, a girl that was on, she was on Dr. Phil like a few years ago. And I don't know if you guys remember her or not, but she was the Catch Me Outside girl. You guys remember the Catch Me Outside girl? The Catch Me Outside girl. Remember she was like, well, she catch me outside. How about that? Uh, but no one really knew what she was talking about at the time. I still am relatively confused. Although having grown up in certain areas of the country that were not the best areas in the world, I kind of get the idea of what cash me outside, how about that means. So uh, she made her name for herself um, through the Dr. Phil show. And she was fighting with somebody and she said to the girl, hey, listen, why don't you cash me outside, how about that? And um, it went viral, and, and uh, she was, I think, she was like 15 or 16 at the time. Well, she turned 18, and when she turned 18, she started an OnlyFans page. Now, if you, if you look at this girl's um, Instagram page, before she got to Dr. Phil, she was, you know, she had, I don't know, a couple thousand followers, um, way less followers than even I had, and 
um, she just was, you know, out doing her thing, whatever, kind of being a, a regular teenage girl. And then when she hit the Dr. Phil show, she like exploded, started getting, you know, millions of people who were following her. Of course, that's how we are in this country. And then she became an influencer. So she was able to sell products and things like that for different companies, right? That's kind of how it works. You don't do anything. I was at Target just the other day. And, uh, and there was a story about a, a kid that walked in there that was a TikToker. I'll tell you about that story in just a couple of minutes. I don't want to get off track, though. So this girl gets a couple of million followers. She becomes an influencer. And then she decides she's going to open up an OnlyFans page when she turned 18. So as soon as she turns 18, she opens up an OnlyFans page. Um, and she immediately, in six hours, made over a million dollars. She made over a million dollars in just over six hours in her debut on OnlyFans, right? Um, Since then, in the 12-month period that she has had her OnlyFans page, she has made just a little over $52 million. $52 million on her OnlyFans doing nothing more than being an 18-year-old girl showing some skin. And I have not seen it, but from what I've been told, she doesn't even show nude. Like, she doesn't even get completely nude. She just, you know, she does some some sexy pictures or whatever. And, of course, you know, if you know about OnlyFans, you can, I, you know, I think you can email them and you can have private requests and then you, you can pay for private requests, right? So if you say, you know, I'm paying $10 a month to be part of your OnlyFans so I can watch your OnlyFans, uh, and they'll do videos and pictures and they'll post stuff from time to time. But if you have special requests, you can email them on the side and then you can pay. For instance, I have a friend who has an OnlyFans page and she makes, I don't know how much she makes. She makes tens of thousands of dollars a month. And she gets these requests all the time. She doesn't necessarily need the money and she doesn't necessarily do all the requests. But she did say that there are times when guys will ask her to just like slap herself or punch herself in the face <laughs> or you know, stick things in her butt or whatever the hell it is. And they will do it. And and she charges them like, you know, $1,000. And these clowns will pay for it. And this is the most degenerate thing I've ever seen in my freaking life. It's so disgusting that if I could do it, I totally would. Uh, but nobody wants to see a man jamming things up his ass. Otherwise, I'd be like the OnlyFans king of the world. Not that I do that, but like it, a dollar's a dollar, right? So anyway... She made just over $52 million. She just bought a house in Florida. She paid $8 million cash for that house. $8 million cash. This is the girl who literally has done nothing with her life other than sound like she's from the ghetto and call somebody out to meet her outside. How about that? That's, that's, that's literally her, her claim to fame. I'm so disgusted by it. Seriously. I, like, disgusted, but at the same time, I'm like, hey, you can't knock the hustle. I, I don't know if I'm more irritated at her for being a moron or I'm irritated at you all for paying for it to see it and giving her the ability to make $52 million. Look, look if you can make $52 million putting stuff in your butt or just, like, showing, you know, cleavage pictures or something, hey, more power to you. But I'm just saying. I've been doing stupid shit my whole life. And I've been paid relatively handsomely for it, but that was like on a controlled scale, radio, TV. If I thought that OnlyFans would garner some real cash, you bet your ass I'd be doing it. So I don't know. I don't know if it's hats off to her or if I'm just disgusted by the whole thing. I don't know. Speaking of which, uh, at Target the other day, first of all, does anyone know why 
There are 52,000 high school kids inside Target every single day acting like complete buffoons and morons. Like, I just don't get it. You walk into Target, the second you walk in there, you got idiots roaming around the halls, you know, acting like idiots. Uh, I, I just, don't they go to school? Don't they have anything going on? It's amazing. And they do it up here in the Eldorado Hills area. And I'm like, dude, don't they have parents? Like, I know they have parents. Where the hell are they? So I'm sitting in, uh, I'm sitting in Target and I'm checking out and I'm about to leave. And I'm uh, going in to uh, pay for my stuff. And I'm sitting here and behind, and in front of me, checking out is a kid who works at Target, but he's off. And so he's buying a few things and he's like talking to the kid who's behind the uh, register. And, and the kid's like, hey, man, so, uh, you know, um, the kid that was here a little bit earlier, you, did you see that kid that was wearing that hat? He, yeah, he's a famous TikToker. I guess he's got like over a million followers and he makes all this money every single month uh, just making TikTok videos. And the kid who was buying the stuff was like, oh, really? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And then the kid's like, yeah, man, I guess he like does these videos on like action figures or some shit. I wouldn't even really pay attention. And the kid's like, that's what's up. That's what's up. And I kept thinking to myself, this is the future? For show, for show. That's what's up. That's what's up. Just the whole time, just clowning. I've just never heard that kind of stupidity talked about that loud. It's like there's no conversation. The conversation that's being had is so small and trivial and bizarre. But that's how they talk to each other, right? So he gets done. The kid leaves. I buy my stuff. I throw my stuff up there. My total was $18.07. I give the kid a $20 bill and he stares at it for a couple of minutes trying to figure out what the change is. So as I'm getting ready to tell him what the change is, I look up on the screen on the, on the register and, the, and it tells him what the, what the change is. And then I realize he isn't trying to figure out the change. He's trying to figure out what dimes, quarters, nickels, and pennies are going to make up the $1.93 that he's supposed to be giving me. He literally can't figure it out. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm stunned by what's happening. Like between the cash me outside girl and the guy who can't figure out the dollar 93 in dollars, dimes, quarters, nickels, and pennies. It's uh, amazing to me. Anyway. Uh, so a little bit later on this week as we bring the guys on, we bring the, the whole crew back here and we do our fireside surf show. Um, it's not going to be about surfing. Don't, don't get me wrong. We're just going on a surf trip and we're going to do the show live from a cabin on the beach, which is going to be super cool. And of course it'll be brought to you by blinds of Sacramento. Who's having their grand opening on June 4th. I'll get more to that in just a little bit. They're going to have tons of cool stuff out there, by the way. So if you are one of those people that just bought a brand new house or you're thinking about it, or you have an apartment or you have a condo or anything else that needs window coverings, I'm telling you, they have the best prices. They have the best products. They have the best staff. And we're going to have a cool grand opening opening out there on June 4th. You're going to want to be out there for that Blinds of Sacramento. Make sure you check them out. Uh, you'll love it, I, I, I assure you. Also, if you want to get on the show, make sure you check me out. Um, the Boontang Clan. It's just Boontang Clan on Instagram. Check it out. You can drop your questions there. I got a bunch of questions. I want to answer those questions. I got a couple of them I'm going to do tonight, and then I got a couple I'm going to do during our uh, big show on Friday night. In Santa Cruz, so at Boontang Clan, check it out. Send your questions in. You can also catch me uh, outside uh, on Facebook. If you still play around with Facebook, you can check it out. Um, just Keith Brooks on uh, on there. 
Um, also, um, I'm back on Twitter. Now that Elon Musk has decided to buy Twitter, um, I've gotten back on there. And so um, you could go check that out and uh, you can uh, watch the tweets. You can contact me there. You can scream at me, call me names, threaten my family, do whatever. It is. I mean, that's what happened for most of my life on Twitter is death threats and things like that. So go ahead. Go ahead. It's, it's always fun. Um, also, if you have a topic that you want to uh, hear about or get on the show and you want to hear what my take is, or even if you want to come in and just shoot the uh, shit with me on the show, you're more than welcome to come on. We have guest spots available all the time, and we've got uh, lots of great guests that are going to be coming up. But if you want to come in and sit on the show with me, uh, you can. There's going to be some people, and you know, we've talked about this before, but um, you know, there's, there's some people that are going to talk to me um, about the Roe v. Wade thing. I think most people know where I stand when it comes to uh, politics, and certainly they know where I stand when it comes to um, abortion and things like that. I'm not, I'm not super over the top about it. I do believe there should be some sort of uh, ability to have um, some kind of, um, um, I don't know, I, it, it, I hate saying the word abortion, but I mean, I feel like there needs to be something uh I feel like there's there's a middle ground that can be had, right? Somewhere between not being it not being Ill, uh, not being legal at all, and allowing abortions to happen in the third trimester, in the ninth month, coming out of the birth canal, or you know, a week after the baby's born. Like here in California, you could have an abortion like five weeks after the baby's born, sitting in a Taco Bell you know parking lot. I'm being facetious, and the fact checkers will get on me on that. But honestly. That's about how ridiculous it is in California. I do think there's somewhere in between that. As far as Roe v. Wade is concerned, listen, people need to educate themselves. It, it, it's it's really important to understand. You don't have to be a law professor or somebody who gets involved highly in the law to understand Roe v. Wade. You can research it yourself. You can read the original uh, Roe v. Wade decision. Um, you can read it. Uh, there's lots of places where you can actually read the decision uh, that came down in 1973. Um, you can you can uh, read the opinions that that justices have had on it since then, and you can um, you can see that there was no there were no precedent in that particular law. There were no um, it, it was a bizarre bad law from the very beginning, you know, establishing a constitutional right for something that had never been a constitutional right ever. And nowhere in the constitution does it say anything about abortion and, um, having a, having, you know, have it be the law of the land on a federal level to me is obnoxious. I mean, one size doesn't fit all this Roe v. Wade, the, you know, the, 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 first draft that got leaked, which was leaked probably by Sotomayor's clerk, um, somebody on the left who wanted to turn this into a political issue because Democrats know that they're going to get their ass handed to them in the November election. Uh, and they're hoping that people want abortion so badly that this will cause them to vote for them instead of Demo instead of Republicans, despite the fact that Democrats have been bending you over and pounding you in the ass for the past two and a half years. Um, I think it's an obnoxious uh, assumption. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think people want there to be some sort of no restriction abortion laws in this country. But even if they did, it doesn't matter. Roe v. Wade overturning it does not make it illegal. It just doesn't. It hands the law back over to the states. In most states, almost all the states have uh, 
abortion legal in in certain situations with very little restrictions, right? Some of them have restrictions after 12 weeks, after, you know, 15 weeks, after, eight, after 18 weeks. Uh, some of them have restrictions that kick in into the third tri- uh, second trimester. Some of them have restrictions that kick in into the third trimester. Some of them have no restrictions at all. It's just like... You know, let's 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 get a hot dog and an abortion. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how ridiculous it is in some states. Well, those states uh, should be able to, you know, have the opinion of the people that elect them, uh, since it is a representative government, and and they should be able to pass laws based on what their population wants. Having a federal law that comes down that that literally created something in the Constitution that's not there. To me, it doesn't make any sense. So those of you who think that the overturning of Roe v. Wade somehow makes abortion illegal, that's not true. You don't know what you're talking about. You need to educate yourself because that's not what happened. And you're going to end up making yourself look silly, and you just don't want to do that. So enough of the nonsense. You know, what you got to do when, when these things happen is you got to pull yourself back from it. You got to not be emotional, and you got you to gotta act in, in, in like intelligent, well thought out, logical, rational ways, not, not lash out, um, with emotion. Because so when you do that, all you do is you make yourself look stupid. You, you end up making irrational decisions. It makes you look crazy. There's no reason for that. Right. So in this debate is going to be had, you know, throughout time, but I see people, you know, posting these things where they're like, I'm not pro murder. I'm pro Becky who got raped in the, back alley or I'm pro Rebecca who, you know, you know, had, you know, a a baby and didn't know she was pregnant. Like, look, there's always, there's outliers all the time. And that's why abortion is, is, is legal in almost every single state. And that's why there are provisions for it to be legal, despite the fact that it, it ends a life. Right. But let's be honest, the overwhelming majority of abortions, and this is just a fact, you can look it up, are, are abortions uh, where people have gotten pregnant and they just don't want the pregnancy. Now, look, I'm not trying to suggest that's wrong or that's right or anything else. That's your business. I'm just saying, stop trying to make it sound like, you know, it's it's a constitutional right because we all wake up one day and we're, you know, 30 weeks pregnant and we don't know how it happened. And, oh, my God, we have to have an abortion. Stop with the nonsense, right? So <clears throat> even approach, nice, laid back, um, intelligent, rational thoughts. We can have this debate. We can talk about things. It's really easy to have those discussions, right? So um, I'm just saying, that's what you need to do in order to have a, a reasoned debate because in, in, if you're going to fly off the handle and you're going to get emotional about things, nothing's ever going to get accomplished. It's just that simple. Uh, again, listen, check me out on uh, Instagram, the Boontang Clan. You can go uh, hit us up. You can uh, get questions answered, all those other things. Um, And you can ask the questions. I got a couple here that I think I'm going to jump in here with. Um, Somebody asked me, hey, Boondock, will you ever get married again? Um, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I'm pretty happy just just chilling. You know what I mean? I got a daughter who's going into her junior year. Uh, and, and I've got to concentrate on that. I got to focus. I got to get her into college. I've got to figure out what I'm going to do. If I'm going to stay in California, if I'm going to get out, you know what I mean? I've had, 
I've had lots of um, relationships. I've dated a lot. I've I've kind of lived every man's fantasy. So it's not like I'm I'm missing out on anything. I don't know if I would do it again. I, I just never want to say never. I never want to back out and say nah. I'd never do that because that's hysterical. That's that's an emotional response. But uh, at the moment, I'm not really looking for anybody to get married to. I'm just saying. Uh, here's a here's a question real quick. I'm a personal trainer since starting. Uh, since starting in January, I've signed up over 152 people uh, to train with me. Would you consider training with me? Um, probably not. Number one, I am a personal trainer as well. Number two, I don't like when people say over 152. If it's over 152, what is it? 153? Because if it's 153, then why don't you just say I have 153 people that I signed up? When people say, yeah, I have over 15 good reviews. Really? How many of them? If it's 16 or is it 17? Because if you had over 20, you'd say you have over 20 reviews. So it's somewhere between 15 and 20. So why don't you just say the exact number? Because it's goofy when you don't do that. We had over 152 signups. Really? How many is it? 153? Then say 153, goddammit. So no, I won't train with you just simply because of that. Number three, what's your stance on non-binary and the limitations of two genders? <laughs> Dude. I think I've made myself relatively clear on what I think about gender neutrality and non-binary and everything else. Look, there's a lot of shit going on in the schools right now. Kids are coming out of there. They don't know how to do math. They don't know anything about credit. They don't know anything about business. They don't know anything about what's going on in civics. They're being taught alternative history. Um, and, and, and kids are coming out more confused than when they came in. And we seem to be putting a super serious emphasis on on, on talking about genders and, 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 and if you have any confusion whatsoever, then you must be the other sex. And that shit's just fucking nonsense, man. It doesn't have to be that way. I will say this, though, and this is something I think is, is relatively easy to understand. If there's only, well, let's say, if there's no more than two genders, then how come when you go get a sex change, they only have two options? I'm just saying. All right, look, check this out. That is it for me. A little short. I'm going to do these little 20, 25-minute shows here every now and then. Got the big show, though, coming up this weekend in Santa Cruz. Doing the show live on the beach. It's going to be fun times. Got questions at Boontang Clan on Instagram. Hit me up. Give me your questions. I'll read them on the air. And if I get really excited about your question, maybe I'll have you come on the show one of these times. It'll be good times. In the meantime, make sure you tune in Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It's the Boondock Underground Show. I'll see you. Don't forget my good friends over at Blinds of Sacramento. I'm out. Hey.